Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the KWUR Theater of the Air. I'm one of your three hosts, your hostess three, David Reinstrom. David Bernal Brutman. And I'm Alex Jensen. Yes, hello. By our powers combined, we, we are... are Captain Radio. <laughs> Does that work, Captain Radio? I, I, was, I was going to say the K War Theater of the Air. I was going to say the Tri Host. Wow, we are not on the same page tonight, here, people. <laughs> we could be the Triforce. The Triforce. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Do we do we get like special rings or something? Like I get a grapple shot. You get a grapple shot ring. A okay, grapple shot I ring? call the sword. What does that leave you with, Alex? A large cat. Uh, that things are with the bow. Didn't you ever play uh, Legend of Zelda? Anything? Yeah. Oh, okay. Doesn't that leave you with the bow? Well, bow's pretty. I like to think outside the box here, and oh. I want a big cat, right. namely a lynx. Welcome I, I to the sto- show. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> moving on. Let's get on track here. Uh, welcome. Tonight, we are going to be premiering two pieces of original radio theater. Very yes. exciting. Uh, brand new. Brand never before heard. Banking new. By from, human ears. But they have been heard by monkey ears. Yes. The monkeys <laughs> that live in the computer. Right. Don't think I've forgotten, Jensen. <laughs> Those mellifluous monkeys. Don't look at me. I didn't put them there. Monkeys. All right. The Improv Theater of the Air, the KWUR Improv Improvisational Theater of the Air, has been kind enough to perform for us, uh, and we've uh, they've put together this uh, a, a couple of pieces. And in that spirit, we are also we're going to start off tonight's show by playing you some Mike Nichols and Elaine May. Now, Mike Nichols and Elaine May were the huge comic superstars of the 50s and 60s. Mike Nichols went on to direct The Graduate. He's a, he's a movie director. The Graduate, a fantastic film, which I adore. It's my mom's favorite movie. And uh, I think, I think uh, Elaine May went on to write for Broadway. But they're both, they're both fantastic people. I think hmm. they're both still alive. Wow. Yeah, they're really cool. <laughs> uh, and what's special about them is that basically everything they did was improvised. What we're going to hear now is uh, is a piece off of their old album about... They love to do improvised sketches where they were doctors and stuff. This piece is called Physical. Uh, and just remember, it's it's all improvised. Great. I'd like to see Dr. Mittelschmerz, please. I'm Dr. Mittelschmerz. You are? Mm-hmm. Uh, did you call earlier, Mr. Prober? Yes. Oh, uh, won't you come in, Mr. Prober? You're Dr. Middleschmeritz? Yes, I am. You're a lady. Yes, I'm, I'm a woman doctor. <laughs> you get a lot of kidding? Pardon? Do people kid you about a lot? Never. <laughs> uh, may I have your, uh, uh, the spelling of your name? Yes, P-R-O-B-E-R. Um, Dr. Krinst you... recommended me. Yes, I know. Yeah. Show me the phone. What's your first name, Mr. Prober? Klaus. Klaus Prober. And uh, do you want to just give me your age? Yes, I'm uh, 32. Mm-hmm. And I think we can go over the uh, childhood diseases after. Suppose you just tell me your symptoms now. Well, there is a, there's a constant kind of, uh, not pain in my stomach, but a discomfort. Mild uh, discomfort. Is it low down in the abdomen or Yes, and it's pretty low down. Mm-hmm. And uh, it doesn't matter what I eat or whether I eat or not. Mm-hmm. It's not It's not a sharp pain, but mm-hmm. it's just like mm-hmm. kind of a, an unpleasant uh, sort of sicky feeling. Yeah, accompanying nausea? Uh, nausea occasionally, yes. I sometimes wake up nauseated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how long has this been going on? Oh, about three months. That's mm. when I began to think that I thought it would go away. That's a long time. Yeah. Um, have you been checking your temperature? Yeah, my temperature is normal. You've had your appendix removed? Yes, I took it out. Mm-hmm. 
I don't have it anymore. Yes, and uh, no appendix. <laughs> <laughs> and you've never had any. I don't really miss it. <laughs> any uh, serious operations of any sort? No, that, that, the appendix was it. You ever had any trouble uh, with your stomach before? No, no, I haven't. Mm-hmm. Let's just take a look at that stomach. Uh, do you want to just uh, slip off your clothes and get up on the table here? Um, pardon me? Just slip off your clothes. Wrap this sheet around you. I'll step out if you feel uncomfortable. All right, thank you. Dr. Kintz certainly was a uh, remarkable the way he uh, took out that old appendix. I mean, I was, uh, was in the hospital two days, and he had me up on my feet. And, yes, uh, that's the policy now. Yes, it keep, keep you walking. Was there any after effect? Oh, no, no, it was a little difficult walking for a few days, but it certainly was a, a remarkable thing how quickly it happened. Yes, well, you would be surprised at consequences that they found occur when you keep someone in bed too long. Yeah, all right. All right, I have the sheet on. All right. Adhesions and so forth. Oh, yes. Uh, now, let's see. Uh, let me just take a look at this. Uh, here, I want to lower the sheet. Can um, you unclench it a little? Um, I just want to lower it a little bit. Well, uh, Just unclench it a little? I can answer any question that you, you, you'd like to ask. Well, I'd like to see if there's any tenderness in the uh, area. Oh, it's pretty tender. Yeah. It is pretty tender. Well, I can tell you that uh, right now. I, I can just assure you of the well, tenderness. Well, suppose, suppose I just take a look. Here, let me just lower no, the sheet. I, I, doctor? <laughs> doctor! Yeah, no, please, doctor, go. I beg you. Does this uh, hurt? Doctor, yeah. Does this hurt? <laughs> <laughs> doctor, no! Doctor, please. No, wait, can you wait just... Here, just... No, sure. <laughs> Doctor, would you wait just a moment, just please? I have something to tell you. Yes. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm very ticklish, and uh, I, I haven't, uh, uh, fr- I, frankly, I haven't actually been to a, <laughs> a lady doctor before. This is if just you... your stomach. Yeah, I know, but... <laughs> yeah, but it's very... <laughs> Come on, no, Doctor, please. Here, here, now, does this hurt right here? Hey, n- no. Oh, no, not at all. All right, and what about here? No, that's fine. And here? It's fine. There, now, this isn't so difficult. There. That's all right. There. Doesn't hurt. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Breathe in, will you? You have quite a chest expansion, don't Thank you? Thank you. <laughs> um, go to a gym? You seem to be in good Yeah, well, I, I play a lot of basketball. Oh, hmm. Excellent physical condition. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I do some swimming, too. Hmm. How old did you say you were? 32. Oh, excellent physical condition. <laughs> Thank you. Well, um, I don't know too much about your diet. Does your wife cook for you? Uh, I'm not married. Mm-hmm. I can't seem to find anything the matter with with that abdomen. Mm, Can you relax the muscles of it for a moment? They are relaxed. Oh, really? Excellent physical condition. (laughs) How tall are you, may I ask? Uh, Six feet. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sometimes you, uh, perhaps worry might cause it. Uh, What is your profession? Uh, I'm a lawyer. Are you? Yes. Uh, Hmm. Do you do a lot of work? Uh, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm quite busy, yes. I'm Perhaps a successful under... uh, law firm, mm. but I mean, I don't I work myself to death. I have evenings free. Oh, you, you are successful without working that much? Mm. Yeah. Well, I, I can't seem to find anything really wrong. I, I do have a suggestion, and that is I think that you should get to bed at about 8.39 and, and try to avoid any kind of... Uh, Social activity for the present, I would suggest rest. Mm-hmm. Rest for a while. Huh? A lot of rest. And uh, come in and I'll check you again in about an hour. And there we are. Wow. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, if you are just tuning in, you are listening to KWUR 90.3 FM Clayton. And this is the Radio Theater of the Air. Um, 
That was Mike Nichols and Elaine May, and I must say, Elaine May's voice is just so delightful. Isn't it a good voice? Smooth. Hmm. Who else do we know like that? In I the don't studio know. Right now? Do really, we know any girls with with nice, really excellent smooth female voices? voices? Mm, Alex, I'm where would we blank. be like, without you? Like butter. You would be a testosterone overload. Ugh. But that's about it. Test overload. That's not necessarily. A we bad would thing. not be in a good place without you. Oh, you guys. Whenever we try to do a show without Alex, I mean, Dave, we're missing something, right? (laughs) We are. It's like we're missing a little piece of our heart. Or lungs. Or ovaries. Wow. That is so sweet. I'm crying a little bit. Uh, Listeners, you can't see my eyes, but they're glistening. They're glistening. Glistening with the delicate sheen of memory. Right. Why don't... (laughs) (laughs) Why don't we listen to uh, some more... Elaine May, Mike Nichols, next yeah, up. Yeah, I would love to do that. Next up, is is this one also about doctors? This one, what, thank you very much? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to do a little more gauze? I, I thought we were going for <laughs> a, a little more gauze. Yeah, this one is also, uh, this is this is a hospital now. Okay, so uh, Mike Nichols, Elaine May, more doctors in a little more gauze. Excellent. Today, once again, somebody told me that I was the most beautiful analyst they had ever seen. Well, you are beautiful, doctor. It's just so very strange, you know, because uh, that's the only thing that they find to say, you know. They just keep telling you how beautiful you are. No, but it was as though if I were not an analyst, you know, <laughs> I would be this very unattractive person. But since I'm an analyst, I am so beautiful, you know. That. Oh, no, but you just are beautiful. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Most of the time, you know, I often feel like, I feel like a fool turning around from the couch, but you are beautiful. <laughs> well, uh, sometimes, you know, I think that interferes a little with the treatment. Oh, no. Well, no. I, how can you say that? Yeah, but I think that it doesn't. No, it does not. <laughs> you know, I tell you, because you are unwilling to look at the reason why you turn around from the couch. Well, you know? it's because you're so beautiful. Oh, honestly, doctor, you know you are. <laughs> I think that's a screen for something. <laughs> no. But thank you very much. <laughs> and, and, it's, and you really, you know, most beautiful women don't know what to do with the way they look. Oh, no. You dress so beautifully. Oh, no. Stop you are really not going to get anywhere with your sessions if you stay on like this. Now, oh, stop. No, but you know it's the truth. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I don't know what this is. I, it's happening now with all my patients. I think sometimes they all get together and plan it. Oh, <laughs> honestly, you know you're beautiful now, don't you? Yeah. Just before you. You know the gentleman that comes just before you? Yes, George. Joel. Yeah, George Hank. Uh, he was... Um, is that his name? Yes. What's the matter with him? Uh, nah, you know, I cannot tell you what's the matter with him. Oh, just a little. No, not Just s- fill me in. You are so naughty. You are just terrible, and but you just won't just it. No, I won't. I won't. Now, you just stop it. Is he married? Is he having trouble with now, his wife? Now, stop it. I'm not going to tell you what's happening well, with his wife. Would you tell me if I guess? No, I will not tell you. Now, would don't you tell me if I'm close? Does he drink? Does very he drink? naughty. No, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you anything. I'm just going to say that that uh, he's going through the whole same thing that you are going through. Oh, really? Yes, with the beautiful and this and that. And it's very difficult because he has almost homicidal impulses which we are trying to look at and examine. There's no time. He's so filled with, Doctor, you are beautiful, and Doctor, you are this. He's, uh, he's driving me crazy. Is that I your expression? No, <laughs> you know. There's just something that I want to ask, and I really do deserve an answer to this. All right, what's your question? And then we're going to play a all right. Is he taking you out, too? Scalpel. Scalpel. Gauze. Gauze. More gauze. More gauze. 
More guys. More guys. More guys. More guys. A little more guys. We don't have any more guys. That's all the guys? Yeah. I don't know what happened. We had a small roll of well, gauze. Give me a sponge. Sponge. Clamp. You have the clamp. Suture. We have the suture. Edith. Yes. I love you. Please, please. The sponge. You have the sponge. Give me another sponge. I want you two have sponges. All the sponges. I have two sponges. We don't. We, we we only had two sponges. Edith, this is terrible when we wrangle this way. But Why do you avoid me? We have two sponges. Why do you avoid me in the hall? I don't avoid you, you in the hall. You turned halls. your back at the coffee machine. I didn't turn my you back. You deliberately at the turned your back. Excuse me, the oxygen is failing. Edith, don't change the subject. But it's failing. Well, turn it up. Why well, I'm are you trying to. Me? Is there somebody else? Is there something you'd like? A suture? A sponge? Something? Is there somebody else? I don't care to discuss it now, It's Pinsky, you. isn't it? I don't care to talk about it. I saw you in the cafeteria I just don't care to talk about it, Dr. Harris. Now, would you like anything else? Otherwise, I'd like to go. Go in the middle of an operation? Well, I have nothing else to hand you. You've got it all in the patient. Edith, what have I done to hurt you this way? You haven't done anything to hurt me. I just wish you wouldn't badger me. Badger you? I need time to think. I told you that before. I don't know you like this. You're cold. You're diffident. Because you badger me. I haven't badgered you're you. You're only making me run away. Is it badgering you to tell you I love you? Is that badgering you? Please do not tell me over and over in the cafeteria and in operations. All right, I'm sorry. Give me a needle. Needle. Thread. Would you like me to thread the needle? I don't even know what I'm doing. Yes, thread it, please. All right. Cat gut? Yes. Cheer up. Come on, I have a little joke for you. Knock, knock. Oh. Come on. Knock, knock. Who's there? Cat gut. Cat gut who? Cat gut your tongue? <laughs> oh, come on. Edith, why are you torturing me? I'm not. I was trying to cheer you up. Well, the only, there's only one way you can cheer me up, and that's to say yes. Please, please, Dr. Harris, not now. This is how you drive me away every time. Put your finger on this knot, please. All right, but don't do anything funny. I'm not doing anything funny. I'm sewing up the patient. All now right. it's you who starts these things. All right, all right. Oh, I do love you so. Oh, please, please, let go of my finger. I knew you were going to do this. Please, no, don't pull back. Let I do, I love you, I love you. Let go of my finger. Don't pull back, you're pulling the stick. Please, Dr. Harris, stop. Edith, it is Pinsky, isn't it? I don't want to talk about it now, It's please. very important to me to know whether it's Pinsky or not. Give me time to check. Now the oxygen is failing again. Let it fail. I'm sick of this torture. Please so, Dr. Harris. Everyone is looking at you. I'm not going to finish this operation unless you say yes. Dr. Harris, you're being impossible. I'm not going to finish this operation unless you say yes, Edith. Dr. Harris, this patient will die. I've been tortured long enough. Yes or no, which is it going to be? This is absolute blackmail. I don't care. I don't care what length I go to anymore. All is fair and all that. Dr. Harris, you're a doctor. A doctor. Doesn't that mean anything to you, yes, a surgeon? I'm a doctor, Edith, but I'm a man also, and I will not go on with this operation until you give me your answer, and it better be yes. I have no choice. Yes. All right, then. Clamp, darling. And we are back. Uh, I apologize for that, uh, that minor technical difficulty. The first track we played was... Thank you very much. And what you just heard now was a little more gauze. So psychoanalysis first, and then the hospital sequence. Right. I mean, it, it's all... It was self-evident. It's all, it's all doctors. Yeah, they're, they're all the same. <laughs> you know... 
doctors. Doctors. This Those medical folk. K-Wer Theater of the Air here on 90.3 FM Clayton. You can listen online at kwur.com. You can go to our website at kwerradiotheater.wordpress.com. And if you're awesome, you can call us at 314-935-5987. That's 935-KWUR. So we're going to take uh, a quick break now. We're going to have a public service announcement and a break, and then we'll be back with more Elaine May and Mike Nichols here on K-Word Theater of the Air. And then new stuff. Ooh. Oh, yes. The following commentary has been provided to this station by the Missouri Forum, a nonpartisan, nonprofit educational organization. They are solely responsible for its content. It is imperative that we be able to audit election results. However, of the two types of machines used in Missouri, touchscreen direct uh, recording electronic machines and optical scanners, only optical scanners allow for an audit. Recognizing the risk of using voting equipment that is both subject to tampering and produces unreliable, uh, unauditable totals, many states have decided to scrap their DREs and use optical scanners exclusively. It would be easy for Missouri to do this, too, since we already have enough scanners throughout the state. However... Since officials in the show-me state seem to be waiting for a catastrophe to convince them to change, we must do otherwise. The Secretary of State's Elections Division is aware of this disturbing fact, but its response to provide further education to election officials is sadly inadequate. Efforts to better train those who oversee our elections is admirable, but this cannot begin to address the issue. Missouri must put a stop to this general use of DREs. There is still time before November. If this change is not implemented before the election, Missouri voters should do it themselves by choosing to vote on paper ballots, which will be available throughout the state. The proceeding has been provided to the station by the Missouri Forum. Letters should be sent to the forum care of KWUR, Clayton, 90.3 FM.
coming at you. It's K-Word, Theater of the Air, here on KWUR 90.3 FM. 90.3 FM. 90.3 FM. We're in echo chamber. When are we going to record a singing station? I'll get them and I'll get them. We need to do that, yeah. I I think it would enhance the um, we can we can reprise our, our current singing station ID on three uh, <laughs> one two three K W U R Clayton ah like music backwards in a bucket <laughs> in a bucket I was going to say in the city of Dis hey, which it is probably the sounds level better once it's filtered through the airwaves oh you know what you guys we should get like a we should get like a a pop star kit. A vocoder and a pitch corrector. Oh, yeah. How, do, how would I, you want to be the next Hannah Montana? I, I w- it wouldn't feel real, you know? I like yeah, that's the, the ruggedness. that's the point. It's the oh. point of the whole exercise. David, how would you like to be the next Hannah Montana? I would very much like to be the next Hannah Montana. And may I say, I feel I have the voice for it. Is it weird that I just pictured you in a wig? A blonde wig? Yes, but I like it. I don't know. Isn't the boy Hannah Montana Zac Efron? I uh, don't know. Isn't he like? I don't know. Isn't he twenty-one or twenty or something? Well, you can't have like a little kid star, boy anymore. That died out with Michael you know Jackson? Michael Jackson and Aaron <laughs> no, Carter. No, no, no. What, yeah, the the blonde kid. Yeah, Aaron Carter. Yeah, he's also twenty-one. Yeah, he's... and and he got screwed up. So obviously, <laughs> only little girls can be pop stars now. Right. There Equally is no. Creepy. There is no equal. There is no equal standard. I don't know if I agree. Well, anyway, I, folks, I'm just I'm just pulling stuff out of my butt. I'm making think, that up. Listeners? You're just joining us. If you find that sexist, call. If you don't find that sexist, call. If you find me attractive, call. If you want a cookie, call. I want a cookie. Oh, well, call. But I'm right here. You have to call. But what's the number? I'll call three one four nine three five five nine eight seven. Again, that's three one four nine three five K W U R. Uh, we will ask you to call. There will be a call-in uh, challenge later this evening. Oh, a challenge. A challenge. What does that mean? Well, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Oh, all right. For now, Sorry. more nickels in May. Uh, this is uh, this is how they work, actually. This is, uh, this is a track called Nickels and May at Work. Uh, and I, I love this track. It was featured, actually, in an episode of Radiolab about laughter, uh, which, oh, is, which yeah. is this show on WNYC. Yeah. Uh, but that that doesn't really bear any going into. Just listen to this. This is this is them at work. This is how they they produce their stuff. Right. I'm listening. In improving it up, Elaine May and Mike Nichols. Can we do a doctor spot? Well, you can't do anything funny about doctors. <laughs> Let's do an operation. Oh, I have one. Yes. Because I've been wanting to say it in life anyway. Ask me what I want to be. <laughs> <clears throat> oh no! You have to be my mother. What do you want to be? No, don't start with it. Yeah. Come and have a little talk and everything. I'm old enough now. Buddy. Yes, Mom? I've been thinking. You're getting older now. You're nearly a man. And you should start thinking about your future a little bit, you know. Now, I don't want to push you, but I wonder if you do ever think about it. <laughs> You're a happy boy. <laughs> like, Smiling, always glad, Stop. and you're very much Stop. beloved in the neighborhood. For God's sake, Mom, I, I have been giving it some thought. I, I, I know what I'd like to do with my life. Oh, really? And it'll, uh, it'll take some sacrifice on on all our parts because I'll have to train for some years, but oh. it'll be worth it. Buddy. 
<laughs> Mother, I want to be a registered nurse. <laughs> okay, beautiful. All right. What attack were you taking away? No, no you're just setting me up. Because it sounded like you th you were anticipating what he was going to say, like you wanted to be part <coughs> of something. Oh, something strange. No, I was just excited and joyous because I thought he wanted to be a doctor. Let me come to you with yeah. it, and you'll be Jewish. Mm -hmm. Mom? Yes, dear? Can I talk to you for a minute? Sure. Uh, sit down. I'm, You know, we, we haven't given much thought to my my college education and, and to what I'm finally going to be. Well, you asked me not to push you, and I respect that. And you and Pa have been very good about it, but... <laughs> but uh, I, I've been giving it a lot of thought. Darling, whatever you decide, I know I had my own plans and hopes, but I know you're not a studier and you like sports, and if that would make you happy, then that's what I want you should do. No, you know? Mother, I, I, you're wrong. I, I do want to study. That's, that's why I want to talk to you, and I... I I want something now that'll take some education, but it, it's something that I want very much. And if, oh, if you and Pa are willing to make the sacrifices and oh. send me to school... Buddy, how could you ask that? We would do anything for you to be a professional. Mother, I want very much to be a registered nurse. <laughs> Stop laughing. <laughs> Just don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Say it again. All right. I, I've given a lot of thought, Mom, and I... I want very much to be a registered nurse. Oh, no. <laughs> You've gotten it out, though. I'm not going to tell you that. Right. Oh, buddy. My buddy. My boy. Oh, you don't know what this means to me. You don't know what pride and joy it will give your father and me to be able to say, that's my son. <laughs> Where do I start from, buddy? Uh, Where do I start from? Almost not even twice. I can pick up anything. Start from the beginning of that speech. I can't. I can't. All right. Oh. You don't know. You don't know what pride and joy it will give your father and me to be able to say, that's my son, the nurse. <laughs> No such thing as male nurse. We uh, all know that. Hi, Kevin. <laughs> hi, Kev. <laughs> um, that was delightful. Laughter is certainly You're contagious. Right? Oh, that looked painful. To I just slammed oh. my elbow into the soundboard, Alex. <laughs> were, were you about to say something? Um, were you about to? No. I think we were eaten by sympathy. Oh, I thought you were about to say you're listening to KWUR 90.3 FM, and this is K-Worth Theater of the Air.
I think she I was, was going to say that. I was about to say that. I was thinking it. I thought uh, you were talking about something else, it, like about it. nurses. But no. no, I mean, that's, you know, that's, what, 1960, right? 1959, maybes. Yeah. Maybe. Probs. You know, standards of humor change. Men can be nurses now. It's cool. We <laughs> right. salute you. I, no okay, nurses of the world. so <laughs> when I was little, I, we, we were on vacation, and I was on the front porch of the house that we were we were renting or whatever. This is an injury story. Yep, it's that injury story. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And I I was walking. I was balancing. I'm like five years old, and I'm balancing on the railing. And there are these like are the yard of this house. It's right on a lake. I hate this freaking the yard. story. Why do you hate this story? The yard is filled with these big old boulders, and I <laughs> fall off the railing. Of course, bam! Split my chin open on wow. the on the rocks. Um, I I later reopened the stitches when I fell into a a I believe a bedside table inside the house. So uh, we were at the hospital twice, and both times I was stitched up by a a male nurse who made the the prophetic pronouncement that the stitches would heal fine and everything would be okay. But someday, when I was old enough to shave. Uh, the scar would give me trouble, and it was true. Why? What happens when you shave? No, I mean it's just—it's just like a, you know, <laughs> it it's right it on my chin again. <laughs> so you know, you—I just it have to catch be, the razor a little bit. It almost does. Ugh. It almost Ugh. does. See, I'm, that's why I hate that story. Uh, <laughs> see, I'm very careful about it. Male nurses that see into the future. Yeah, if you become a male nurse, you can see into the future. And you know what I'm seeing into the future, the immediate future? I'm seeing original K-Word Theater of the Air content. Holy bum. I, <laughs> what? I don't know. David is excited. I was trying to come up with a, like a, a Robin-esque word of excitement. Well, you failed. Holy crab cakes, Batman. <laughs> Holy poo. Wow, you guys. David, grow up. Grow up, David. So immature. <laughs> So hey David, why don't why don't you talk a little about uh, the the improv? Yes, listen, please. No. <gasps> okay. So we went into the new beautiful recording studio here uh, at in the Danforth University Center, or the it is duck, beautiful. as we call it, the duck. Uh, there was like I think there's two Marshall amps in there, maybe just one. Anyway, there's these beautiful, gorgeous guitar amplifiers, each one of them worth a tuition, and I wanted to go up at and least. stroke it. It was so beautiful. It was like me, but made of money. My worth has been reduced to the tuition we pay. Um, But, oh, oh, it was so beautiful. And the station, I mean, and the studio, it is so beautiful. And the mics, they are so tasty. And the headphones, the headphones are so crisp and clear. And the sound is like unto the crisp, crisp sound of of brook water whistling through the rocks. Yes, 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 yes. But what did you do? That was the whole point of asking you to tell this story. We, we made beauty. Okay, so uh, here very is poetic. very poetic indeed. <laughs> here is a brand spanking new sketch from Kaywood Theater of the Air. That's how new it was. <laughs> I'm just gonna play it. Well, you're just gonna play it. I'm gonna, we're gonna do Bob Ross. Yes, we're just gonna go here. Do it.
Welcome, everybody, to Tuesday, October 13th edition of Painting with Bob Ross, Radio Edition. Hi, everybody. I hope you had a lovely weekend. I know I did. I uh, went out in the woods in the backyard there, and I just had a good time with my kids and had a picnic and just took my mind off my paints for a little bit, as as we all should. I, I know we all love to paint, but uh, sometimes you just got to go enjoy the wilderness. I think if you become a part of what you're going to paint, then makes the process a little bit easier. So let's go back to the uh, the painting we had last week, and let's just start, and let's put some coloration in this sky we have here. Let's get our chisel tour here, and let's just try to make these, let's make some happy clouds over here. And let's just kind of add some more color into what I like to call a fragile sky. And it's just, we got a lot of colors in here, and it's the kind of thing that makes you think that if you went out, uh, you know, one night at, uh, at around dusk and just sat on a it's on a nice quilt and had yourself a bottle of, of Zinfandel and uh, you could just take a little ball peen hammer and just uh, just little give a little tap to the sky and it would all fall apart right there. So let's just try to let's add in a little bit some of some reds here. Try not to get too close to the edge of the spaceship launch. And uh, while we're near the spaceship, let's let's give some white heat to the uh, the flames shooting out of the bottom. And let's sort of, we have these figures down at the bottom who are, who are uh, being uh, destroyed by the fire of the spaceship, and let's let's give them a a, a crisp a crisp uh, crackling flesh color, and let's use this let's use this flesh tone I have called uh, flesh of the Christ child, and let's let's color let's give some crisp um, burning crust like flesh to our to our burning citizens here, the denizens. And just sort of give them that sort of hopeless tinge of of burning alive. All right, great. I'm gonna color in the. I'm gonna get color in the mountains around here and really bring out as we give this thing a deep uh, tambral gray, a fuzzy TV gray um, to these mountains, and and really make the devil's red flesh and his 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 auburn rat tail really pop, really pop out of the. The landscape of the Gray Mountains. Let's let's apply some sort of a glazy white uh, to the body of his throttling motorcycle here, and really uh, sketch out the beautiful woman in uh, in repose here, and and g- give her some a really hot rack. Let's put some spikes on these wheels, because we can imagine. I think we can all imagine that when the devil is driving through the mountains, that his wheels are spiked. Let's just while we have this glaze, while we have this glazy white, let's make, let's make the devil's eyes kind of well up with some tears. Maybe he's upset that his spiky wheels on his, on his hardcore, super bad, uh, bike of destruction. Maybe he's just a little bit, a little bit bittersweet about this is the last time that he can enact anarchy on the world. And uh, let's actually let's actually let's take some calls now. I, I we'll just take some calls. So we have a caller on the line now. Uh, so just go ahead. Uh, um, hello. Uh, I'm 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 Zachary. Oh, hi Zach. Hi I'm Zachary. Call- uh, hi, I'm 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 calling from Kalamazoo, Michigan. Oh, it's wonderful. There's a wonderful town, and there's a lot of great there's a lot of great trees and novelty T-shirts out there. And I once encountered the Angel of Death. In a forest outside of Kalamazoo. Uh, yes, there's a uh, there's beautiful foliage 
Were you ever down on, on a coffee shop on Main Street called Kalamazoo Coffee Beans? And did you ever have so much coffee that afterwards you disrobed and uh, walked into the forested areas and believed to see Gabriel uh, naked, prostrate in front of you, opening up his large, milky white wings? Well, that young man has hung up. I, I suppose I. Answered his question. And remember, when you're when you're when you're drawing Gabriel prostrate in front of you, that uh, you use a milky white a milky white tone for his wings. I, we got time for uh, for one more call this week, so. Hey, Bob. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, am I? Uh, yes. On? Uh, can I get your your name? My name's uh, Gregory. I'm a long-time listener, first-time caller. I'm just having a problem with one specific aspect of the painting. Of this uh, painting we're doing right now? Yes, this painting. Sure, right sure, now. sure. I'm trying to, to capture the, the two uh, nubile young calves filleting each other in the foreground. And the one calf is, is smiling. I, I try. want to capture a, nat- a natural smile, but I don't want it to look goofy. You know what I mean? That's tough. Mm-hmm, yeah. Well, keep in mind, too, that, and of course, you can always take liberties with these paintings, but keep in mind that calves don't have similar face mus- muscles as we have. Um, and as well, when they're, I guess the colloquial term is they're 69ing each other in the foreground. And we gotta, you gotta make sure that, um, that it doesn't look like the cow on the bottom is dead. And that's the one thing. I think, I think that is my problem. And the cow on the bottom looks dead, and the cow on top looks uh, pleased about it, I think. Make sure the cow on the bottom has some flexed muscles. And you can really bring that out with, um... Mixing in some grays uh, into the into the muscle tonage there, and also give the udders a real pinkish, really uh, alive, um, nipply pink, and uh, I think that'll clear up some of your issues. All right, thank you, Bob. Oh, no problem. Thank you for your call. So just keep in mind, folks. Just keep an open mind and an open palate. Um, I think we can. I think as we come to a close on this painting, I think we can call it. Um, I think we'll label this one Blood of the Redeemer. And uh, next week we'll start out with something new. We'll start out with a new landscape. Um, but uh, I hope you enjoyed this one. I hope you enjoyed painting the devil on his spiky motorcycle and uh, spaceship fleeing the earth. This has been Painting with Bob Ross, the radio edition.
was so jolly. It was too cheery. It made my eyes bleed. It was so jolly? Or I should say my ears, I suppose. Anyway, before that, you heard Bob Ross, the radio edition from the KWUR Improvisational Theater of the Air. That was hilarious. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. We, we got a couple listeners in the middle of that, and, and we were all <laughs> staring at each other, thinking, like, what are they making of this? <laughs> Do they think this is actually what's going on on KWUR right now? I wouldn't put it past us. Yeah, that's true. Certainly not. We're pretty cool. <laughs> and now, a short public service announcement. Children are naturally curious. They're born learning, so follow their lead. What does your child like about riding in the car, singing along to radio music, counting trucks, or watching the traffic light change color? Talk with your child about what's going on in the car, and it becomes a learning moment. And when you talk with your child, you build vocabulary. Learning starts long before school does. For more tips, go to bornlearning.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the United Way, the Ad Council, and KWUR. I am totally pro-learning. I am too. I think we can say safely that uh, the entire KWUR Theater of the Air radio program is (laughs) pro-learning. Yes. Oh, and now it's time for our listener challenge. Oh, oh, oh. Listener right. challenge. Yay, listener challenge. Call yes. us, please, 314-935-5987 with your favorite fake Bob Ross color. Yes, in as a as a tribute to our first original sketch of the year. Yes. We would like to hear from you. We'd like to hear your favorite color. We will include it in the credits if it's good. So, again, that number is 314-935-KWUR, 314-935-5987. Ready? Go! Go! I don't hear anybody. We oh, they're wait. thinking. They're thinking. We'll they're wait. probably mulling it over. While we're waiting, uh, you know what? I liked that improv sketch so much, I could go for another one. Could you? Yeah. Could you? I, I could, yeah. too. All right, what let's do it. What do you guys think? Let's do it. Let's yeah, play another one. Yeah, why not? One. What do you think, listeners? I think inspired by the current political climate, uh, Election Day is drawing near. Yes, it is. Uh, I, think, I think you will enjoy this one. We call this uh, John and Barack Have Dinner. Look, John, I, uh, I, 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 I appreciate you taking me out here to, uh, to dinner. Uh, I, I understand this is one of the, the hottest night spots in uh, New York City. This is uh, one of my favorite places to come with Cindy, and I thought that it might be cordial to share it with you. No, Rock. That, that's very nice. Uh, uh, hello, uh, welcome to Fazoli's. Uh, my name is Terrence. I will be uh, your waiter this evening. Uh, our specials today are uh, uh, three three course meal, five ninety nine. Uh, eat, uh, endless breadsticks. Terrence, I would just like to let you know that I respect and sympathize with your blue collar, everyday, working class American life. Uh, hello, Terrence. Uh, my name is Barack Obama, and I will be your. Uh, your senator this evening, if you'll be my server. Oh, and I forgot to say, my name is John. Uh, my name is Brock Obama. Uh, I'm kind of, I'm aware of who both of you are. I'm just not, uh, I'm not politically active, so just don't worry about Look, that, that, me. that's fine. Um, I, I, I think, I think John, uh, John, I think you and I can both agree we'd uh, like to see a, a wine list. Oh, uh, a wine list would be a, a nice change. Uh, I, I think it would be, yeah. Uh, I think, I think I've had too much for low uh, in the past. I'm thinking Pinot Grigio, uh, especially with the fish that I'm planning to order. Terrence, we would really like for you to read off that wine list. Okay, well, we have uh, 
We have red. And the other one is, uh, I believe, a white. They're both house okay, wines. Red and white are also subjects that I think we really need to avoid. I think that the I'll, American I'll the people white. are tired oh. of this kind I'm of sorry, divisive did I, did politics. I, did I preempt you? We also have a fruit wine, and that comes in the box. We is, could, is it a forward fruit? Can we, Barack, could we agree on that? What? The fruit wine. Oh. Uh. Yes, John. John, I, I I agree. I agree with John McCain. We we should get fruit wine. So I'm just gonna go get you fruit wine, and I, I when I come back, if you guys could yeah, pick out what you want to order. Yeah, we'll, Great, we'll work on that. Thank you, Cowabunga. Uh, look, uh, I, I I've been vacillating for some time. Uh, I I think I think I can admit that to you privately. Uh, I can't decide between the uh, free range chicken and the planked salmon. Um, Are do, you, do you sure you're not going to go for some arugula? No, I'm not going to go for some arugula. Very, very cute, John. Very cute. Oh, that's nice. See, I what I've been... You, I've you been, think I'm stupid? No. You think I'm going to order arugula? I, I know that you, you think I'm going to get American a latte after that dinner? You, that you enjoy it. You like it. It is a tasty lettuce. It gets you going. John, what are you, what are you going to... What are, what are you going to order? Well, I've been considering... Uh, it, the chicken, chicken marsala, and I, I say chicken, chicken marsala as opposed to just chicken marsala because Bridget, my adopted Indian daughter, when she first had chicken marsala, it was a very special occasion, and she was so young, and, and she liked it so much that she said, chicken, chicken marsala, and she was, just, I just, the look in her eyes, and so from then on I said, uh, instead of just saying chicken marsala, I went for the chicken, chicken marsala. Okay. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, you guys ready to order? Uh, I should remind you that our specials tonight are: uh, we have uh, ravioli, uh, meatless ravioli. Uh, we also have, and that's just a marinara sauce. Uh, we also have chicken tenders and French fries. Uh, and the French fries are seasoned with uh, seasoning salt. And those are our specials. So, what, what would you? Uh, are you ready to? Whoever wants to order. Yeah, Terrence. Uh, I, I think I'll I'll start with okay. this. Okay. Um, I think I'm ready. All right. Uh, I think I'm prepared okay. to order. All right. Uh, to step in and make this important decision. Okay. Uh, for deciding the course of my and what course. What is it? I was going to get the uh, the planked the cedar planked Alaskan salmon, uh, wild right. fished. Uh, with a uh, with a side of that mushroom ravioli, because it just sounds so tasty. So yes, smoked Alaskan smoked salmon, sir. Yes, sir. But pl- planked salmon. Okay, it's it's my turn to, to make right. my order. Um, okay, I'm gonna have the chicken chicken marsala. Just one chicken in there, sir. Uh, well, that's I'm gonna start. I'm not gonna tell my story again because I think uh, you know. It's old hat at this point. Uh, so th- I'm going to follow that up with a, a nice, a good old American hickory burger. Makes me feel good about being from the heartland. Do you want the, the avocado spread on that too, sir? No. After that, I'm going to go for a little bit of a nice New England clam chowder. I've enjoyed my time in New England so much. Followed by some a cob salad, which I feel is a... A good old classic, a nice, uh, a nice classic, 
And then I would like some chicken fingers. I think those connect well with, uh, with everybody. Uh, with the youth vote. Quite so, Barack. Quite so. Uh, I'm going to continue after that with a porterhouse steak, 20 ounces. I want the whole thing. I want it bleeding. I want it and smothered in Tabasco. That's uh, Tabasco's red. We like the red. <laughs> um, okay, so you, you want the 20-ounce the porterhouse smothered in Tabasco sauce, chicken fingers, a hickory burger, um, and chicken, the, chicken marsala. It's just chicken marsala, sir. Uh, well, that's just how I say it. It's not chicken, chicken marsala. Okay. Uh, and may I ask if you would like any of these things um, sent to a specific household? Are you, do you plan to eat all of this food? Oh, no, he can, he I, can pack it away. I can pack it away. Thank you. He's got a hollow leg. <laughs> I mean, he's got to. Uh, would you like me to bring out in the order that you told me? Uh, just yeah, and I want it all right now. I don't want to. Uh, I don't think it's a good idea to be sending it to any of my houses. <laughs> all my houses. John, I, I, I don't, I don't think you'd be able to eat all that food for, you know, at least ten to fifteen years. I mean, you know, ordering it all now at once is it's not gonna. You can't eat all of that at once. It's not gonna benefit your stomach. Okay. <laughs> oh, this is, this is pretty good. Oh, that, look, that looks uh, that looks really good, John. This is a, a smoky hickory burger. <laughs> Barack, that looks it's real a tasty. smoky hickory burger, and this is a, a tender chicken finger. One tender chicken finger. Do, do you want to try some of my uh, plank salmon? This is one zesty paella. It's- this is some sea-tastic clam chowder. It's, uh, it's on a plank. <laughs> my, my, uh, my salmon. It tastes like cedar. You, you want to taste it? It's got a nice little relish on this the side. This is one whopping huge porterhouse piece of meat. Oh, it certainly is. This baby tastes like a chicken finger. I, I'm, I'm sorry, John. Did you say baby? A better chicken finger than I had previously eaten. Uh, this is one... Trendy Cobb salad. Do you think I do? You, do you think I could try a bite of your plank salmon? Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Isn't that, that good? Was fantastic, Barack. <clears throat> Aren't you plankful? That was one plankful piece of Alaskan salmon. Yep. Uh, you want you want to try some of my ravioli? Like a single raviolis? Did you just attempt to condescend me, Barack? Are you? Hmm. Are you uh, elitis, elitisting no, me? No, I was just doing a, uh, a standard Latin declension. I didn't go to law school, Barack, but I went to Vietnam. I heard that there were more uh, more declensions in Vietnamese than there are in Latin. I don't speak Pronounce. that Charlie talk. My, my bamboo, his bamboo, it's all different. Uh, hi, guys. Uh, <clears throat> uh, gentlemen, how are your dinners this evening? Oh, d- uh, Delicious. Plankful, quite plankful, Terrence. Mr. McCain, you're able, may I say, I'm impressed that you're able to eat uh, all of that food, especially the copious amounts of Tabasco sauce that we put on that porterhouse. Well, unlike uh, certain other people, I uh, I am an American. <laughs> so, gentlemen, or would, you, would you be interested in looking at the dessert cart this evening? Uh, John? 
I, I would be interested uh, if we could look, if there were some preconditions uh, saying that we, uh, we must order something, uh, whether or not we are appetized by every specific thing on the menu. Uh, I agree. Uh, my precondition for seeing the cart is that we will pledge to order something. Uh, I agree. Senator O'Kane is right. I, I agree with him. We, we have to have preconditions before we sit down with this cart. Uh, Do you think it's important? Can I just bring the cart out? Yes. Yes, Terrence. Okay. All right. So uh, we have here we have a, a vanilla bean milkshake, um, and it's got a cherry. Over here is cheesecake. It's got a, like a strawberry stripe. Um, we have a dark triple chocolate cake here, fudged triple chocolate cake, and it has blackberries uh, garnished. You, you know, I am um, I, I'm craving that milkshake. The vanilla bean The vanilla milkshake, milkshake with the cherry on top. Uh, Senator Obama, don't you think that perhaps another dessert might suit you better? Uh, perhaps the triple uh, chocolate the cake or perchance the... Are, are you implying something? Oreo cake. John? I think you... I think John, are you, imp- are you implying something? That you would do well with the Oreo cake. That, that's not racial transcendence, John. That's well, actually just a package of Oreo cakes, sir. Just there are a couple of cakesters. The Nabisco makes them, and they we would deal with them at Fazoli's, and so we get cakesters. Well, it's actually the cheapest dessert item. Well, while I am all for fiscal responsibility, uh, I believe this uh, this dinner is on Cindy's dime. We also so, have uh, aged cheese oh, with grapes. I should have said that. Might go for that. John, what are you getting? You, you're seriously going to order the aged cheese while you're sitting at a table with me? Yes. Get a get a fucking grit, Barack. I could just bring out some nutter butters too. We have nutter butters. You, you know what, Terrence? Uh, I think that's the solution. I agree. Nutter butters are American. Folks. I hope that inspires you to get out and vote, listeners. Yeah, yeah, voting. Yeah, voting. Woo! Vote. Vote. Exercise <laughs> your right to vote. Dum, bum, bum. Choose the one you like the most. Oh, bum, this is not bum. happening. It's your monster, it's your individual right. To I was, I was just going to say the name of the show. Okay, go ahead. I mean. That's probably better. Choose the one you know will fight for it's, you. It's K-Wur. It's K-Wur Theater of the Air. <laughs> Exercise your right to vote. K-W-U-R 90.3. F.M. Clayton. Choose the one you like the most. Uh, you just heard some original content, our first original content you of did. the year. So that warrants a celebration. And I agree. If that did not inspire you to uh, get out to the polls this November and vote for either Mr. McCain or Mr. Obama. Or Mr. Nader. Or Mr. Barr. <laughs> or Harvey Dent. Or Harvey Dent. Uh, right. Or, them. or Mickey Mouse. Or Mickey Mouse. I, I forget what percentage. It, Mickey Mouse does get like an actual percentage of the the vote every year. I I, I think you would make a good president. Like a couple of million people ha, ha, actually. I'm dissolving the cabinet. Ha 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 ha. Vote for no Mickey more Mouse. Department of Education. Ha, ha. Let's ha, go ha. by the gold standard. Ha. <clears throat> I'll reinstitute slavery. 
<laughs> sure, sure. Mickey seems like a good candidate, but what do we really know about him? Wrong on the issues. He voted for slavery. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and then we invert the, uh, the image and kind of zoom in at an angle. <laughs> Mickey Mouse, wrong for this country. Paid for by the Citizens for Donald Duck Committee, 2007. I was about to say, I'm Donald Duck, and I approve this message. Can you do it in a Donald Duck? I can't do a Donald Duck. I'm Donald Duck. No, I can't. Good Lord. Good try. I'm Donald Duck. Ladies and gentlemen. That's enough. Wait, wait. No, no. I have a better idea. I'm Scrooge McDuck. And I approve this message. <laughs> He's Ross Perot. I approve money. I approve of money. I like to bathe on it. <laughs> Mickey Mouse will take away my ability to bathe in money because he'll spread the wealth around. My money's not butter. That's money that I earn myself. Oh, that's butter. That's butter that I churned. Thank you, Scrooge. Guys, and I want to bathe in my own butter. Guys, I am so sorry, but you know what time it is? What? Oh, ending oh, show times. No. It is. We were having fun pretending that I know. Disney characters are running to be president. I know, but we're out of time. Well, uh, we'll pick it up next time. Our <laughs> our winner in the Bob Ross <laughs> invent a ridiculous color is diaper, uh, which is a color so pregnant with blue it would give birth to a baby, which would be a boy, and be dressed in blue and therefore need a diaper. And thanks to Mike for sending that in. Okay, the KWUR Theater of the Air is written and produced by David Brunel Brutman, Alex Jensen, and David Reinstrom. The KWUR Improv players this week were Rick Andrews, John Ganyard, Mike LeFemin, Jesse Wolfowitz, sorry, Jesse Markowitz, sorry, Jesse, and David Reinstrom. Our opening and closing music was provided by Peter McConnell and the Guys All-Star Shoe Band. Our computing equipment for this episode was provided by Orphanage Fire Red. Our mini-disc tech was Chest Full of Knives Purple. And transportation services were provided by Pac-Man Yellow. Our refreshments were provided by Creamy Maggot. And funding for today's program is provided by Lincoln's Hat Shiny Jet Black. Um, And the gangster phrase of the week is, What do you want? You want money? You want favors? Thank you. And once again, be sure to check out Rob uh, uh, Robert Ross's fine selection of colors, hmm. including these fine colors. Seatastic Chowder, Eye of Thundera Red, his Bamboo, and General Grievous's lightsaber collection. Now available. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Goodbye. See you next See you time, next week. folks. Thanks for listening.